2: This is Radio Wave Medianomics. Throughout the course of the last several years, Our Lady has spoken a lot about being an apostle and what that means. And certainly a friend of Medjugorje in the last number of years has spoken a lot and written a lot about what it means to be an apostle of Our Lady. And so during today's broadcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to step back into playing a few excerpts from some of our previous shows But uh, within a one-hour show, that a normal regular radio wave show, there might be 10 lessons taught within that broadcast. And uh, unless you listen to these over and over and over again, it's it's difficult sometimes to absorb everything at one time. And so we've pulled from probably three or four different things here to give a better understanding on how to be a more effective apostle. And so uh, one of the things that people ask us a lot about is what what does it mean to be an apostle? Uh, How do you do this? Uh, What are some of the steps that you take? And a friend of Medjugorje over the course of many, many years has spoken a lot about that, particularly in the last uh, eight, nine years or so from these microphones here, has spoken a lot uh, more about what it means to be an apostle. And so uh, we're going to step into a few of these things now. And so uh, on December the 2nd, 2010, she spoke about the kingdom of heaven being born in your heart. And, of course, obviously, this is something that is a, something that we would display in our witness to others. And so, a friend of Medjugorje gave more of an understanding of what it means uh, to put that into practice, particularly the lines or the words about the kingdom of heaven. And so, this is a friend of Medjugorje from December uh, 2010.
3: Well, when you have peace, you know, you have God, because God is peace. LA's made that very clear. And you can't have the kingdom of heaven if you don't have peace, and you can't have peace if you don't have the kingdom of heaven. So those things recognize people recognize it in you. Uh, I can be out somewhere, and it's it's incredible that uh, people start a conversation about. Oh, they open the door for me to talk to them. I don't even have to sit there. Sometimes, if I'm flying or going to speak somewhere, and I'm I just you know sometimes want my own time and be reading or something, and then somebody strikes up a conversation. Next thing you know, we're, we're talking about the queen of peace, and. And I see this Mary. She put me there. Uh, bizarre stories, incredible links to this way. And so for peace to reside in your heart, and peace means that the kingdom of God is being built in your life. And this is available for everybody that wants that. Our Lady said, August second, two 2010, I call you together with me to begin to build the kingdom of heaven in your hearts. It's a profound thing to have that. Everybody seeks that. Everybody wants that. I remember a couple of visits ago, uh, my daughter and I were sitting on the couch and with Maria. She was a couple of years ago. She walked through the living room. She just stood there for a minute. And she said, this house has peace. And here's a visionary who sees peace. And she's in homes all over the place. But I didn't think much about that until later. It struck, struck me what she said. She acknowledged that, recognized that, and liked that. And of course, she sees peace itself. So, it, peace doesn't come, and the kingdom of God doesn't come without work, sweat. It's changing your life, structuring your life to incorporate prayer into your life. Hold it as a, as a duty. A lady once said about the rosary, it's, a, it's an obligation. We tend to want to go to the invitation. But if you consecrate yourself to her, you're under obligation to fulfill what she asked and requests of you. And if you do that, the kingdom of God comes. Vizcic in Paris was asked about war because Bosnia and things were breaking down in civil war. And she said, this war starts in the heart and it manifests itself into that. And so it is with the kingdom of God. If you want to have that, it's got to be in the heart. doesn't matter what's around you. It doesn't matter if the kingdom of the devils around you in your family. You've got to possess the kingdom, kingdom of God. You've got to be obedient to structures that are around you and which you need to be obedient to, whatever that may be, family, your workplace, your parents, children to the teacher, whatever that might be. And every generation has got to learn this. It was written... Uh, I was just got the reading for the show. It says, "Children today are tyrants. They contradict their parents, gobble the food, and terrorize the teachers." Every generation has to learn truth. Every generation suffers of the lack of truth. We got to regenerate each generation. And the more we don't do that, the more we do go to what was just quoted there. Children today are tyrants. They contradict their parents, gobble their food, and terrorize the teachers. Socrates 470 BC. Can you believe that? They had the same problems we've got. But he didn't have in his day, centuries ago, centuries before Jesus came, he didn't have the capability of what the devil's got now because Our Lady says Satan wants to show his shameful face. There wasn't the means to destroy the world. There wasn't the means to have the sin and what we've got and the preoccupation and the idols. I used to be amazed reading the book, the Bible about all the idols that the Israelites had when they fell, and they'd go away from God. And they'd start worshiping the idols and the towers where they, they, were, they were towers. And um All that happened with the priest and how they fell in and how Maccabees, Judas Maccabees, came out and purified Israel, first purified the Israelites of the idols. But, you know, today we've got many more than they have. We don't recognize them that. We don't see uh, the calves or the animals that they worship, but we we have electronics. Is really a God. It preoccupies the time. We've spoken about this so much to a blue in the face. But just look how people fondle the cell phones hold it to the heart hold it to the the head it's idolism it's just too much and that's only one tiny aspect our cars our our homes our way of life is idolism Maria once said what is a car it's just a just a piece of iron and it's true maybe if it's a, if you're to touch that, you get a hammer and go just bang up, bang in the defender and have a den in it just to turn against it. I'm using this thing as a two, not as a my god. You've seen people go berserk if you barely open the door and pump one in a and bump, a, bump a car in the parking lot. You know, my god, you just hurt my god. Look what you just did. There's no scratch. I know, but you could have scratched it. Actually, I remember now telling this years ago. One of my children opened the car door, and the, the person next to who had the car started just chewing them out because they might were going to bump the car. I said, She's not doing that. I can't remember my son or my daughter, but there was this big fussing thing that they were doing with this poor kid because they might hit the car. So, what is your God? Is your husband your God? Your wife your God? Your children your God? A lot of gods for mothers are the children. They put them above the husband. His wants, his direction. My children, my children. What is God to you?
2: And again, that was a friend of Medjugorje from December the 2nd, 2010, just about four years ago or so. So number one in being an effective apostle, first step would be to build the kingdom of God in your heart by rejecting the idols in your life. So we certainly invite you. Begin to examine your life. Begin to examine the things in your life that are idols, the things that you're attached to. For that, we also would recommend that you download from medjugoria.com, medj.com, uh, the booklet, As Go God's People, So Goes the World. Again, As Go God's People, So Goes the World. That is a free download. If you have already read that, now it's certainly be an appropriate time to uh, take that again, to read that again, and to begin to really examine in your heart if you are, in fact, building the kingdom of God in your heart by rejecting the idols in your life. Another step towards moving, towards becoming an effective apostle is uh, learn how to recollect yourself. Our Lady gave a message August the 25th, 2010, where she mentioned about recollection. And a friend of Medjugorje speaks more about this concept of, not, not concept, but this direction of recollection, what it will do for your life, and what it should inspire in your life to do. And so this is a friend of Medjugorje, August the 25th, 2010.
3: So Our Lady's words today of recollection is something that we have constantly got to find that time to do it. I know when Our Lady was here in 1988, she said, find a quiet time you can pray to have an encounter with God. And the purpose of recollection is that. But yet we... Are not programmed that way because we don't have the time to rec- recollect. You can't go. People can't leave their cell phones. They can't leave their computers. They can't be distracted. They can't even drive peacefully in a car with something not, not distracting them. And you can bet when you're going down the road, somebody going slow, they're probably on the phone. And so now we're having to, to pass laws to stop people from being on the phone or texting each other because people are having wrecks because they're not, their mind's not even there. They're not even contemplating really the, the reality of what they're doing on, in the moment much less God. So we've grown a, a world, like Our Lady says, you've, you you uh, created a whole new world without God as if you're your own creator. And none of us is satisfied and happy.
4: Yeah, just reflecting on this message for myself today, this day was not a recollected day for me. It was a pretty crazy day. You, you know, life in our world, especially in in the western world we have so much technologies that are wonderful to have but they also put you at the at people's fingertips when you know instantaneously and it's it's like you get on that ball and you're starting to roll down that hill and you go faster and faster and faster and you can't put the brakes on and looking at our world, it just keeps going faster. It just keeps spinning faster. That it it's almost impossible to stop. And here a lady comes and she's giving us these words that without a real effort of self-will to just stop yourself, put on the brakes, you can't hardly get pulled out of your life. What What do you think she's saying to us about this in terms of, you know, where the majority of man is living today. And, and I would say probably most of them are thinking they're doing the right thing. They're, they're trying to provide for their families. They're, you know, they're doing things in, or, in their minds that they're, they're, they're doing what everybody's supposed to be doing.
3: Well, most of the Medjugorje movement still hasn't understood Our Lady. We haven't. Because we're blessed in the way that we do, and our whole life is seamless in the the way that our whole day is spent on in the work of Our Lady. But yet, we made that decision too. We gave everything to be her missionaries. She asked, Be my missionaries on our messages. We said, Okay, we'll do that. She said, Be my apostles of love. We said, Okay, we'll do that. She said, Be my apostles of goodness. We said, Okay, we'll do that. She said, Be apostles of faith and goodness. Another message. We say, yes, we'll do that. If you do that, she'll accept you. But people are doing this in a conditional way. They're doing with limitations. They won't give everything. I don't own myself. And you in the community, speaking to you, Joan, or anybody else in the community here, you don't own your own self. You don't own your time. You don't own what you do. We exist for our lady. Lewis de Montfort said, I'm a slave of our lady. And he said, I'll spend the rest of my life making her more known and love to make up for all the infidelities. And that was in serving her. And so we fail her. We're not saints. We're sinners. And our infidelities we commit against her, failing her in the message, doesn't change anything in her acceptance of us. Hey, if she can get somebody spreading the message, hitting on six cylinders when you got eight, she'll take it. If what you're doing is 80% of what she wants, she'll accept that. If what you're doing is 40% of what she wants, she'll accept that. doesn't mean she doesn't want more. It doesn't mean that the one doing 40%, she wants to make them to go to 50%, 60%. She wants 100%. Conversion, she says, is a process which lasts your entire life. You will quit being converted and in what she wishes for you when you draw that last breath, now I take that back. At the end of the last breath, your conversion should still be taking place. And it also says conversion is easy for those who want it. But it is a process that's difficult. And it's a process also that will go on for the rest of your life.
2: And that was a friend of Medjugorje again, August. 2010. So the second step, being an effective apostle, learn to recollect yourself, find a quiet time with God. That will, should inspire you to give everything of your heart to respond to Our Lady. A friend of Medjugorje mentioned that you're going to have failings. You may only be doing, you may be discouraged by only not, not giving 100% or not having 100%. Our Lady will accept what you're willing to give her from the heart, but with the desire to give more. So second step again would be to recollect yourself, to give everything of your heart to continue to be converted, and despite the fact that you'll have failings. In November of that year, uh, Our Lady spoke about uh, being light, and uh, a friend of Medjugorje uh, spoke more about this, and uh, what it means to be the light, but how to become that light, and there's a few steps you'll have to take for that. So this is a friend of Medjugorje, this is November of 2010.
3: Beautiful message, an incredible message. And it's so exciting to see when Our Lady gives a message like this, so many things in it. Uh, There's so many angles to come from. But there's application of us as a culture to, to read this, but there's the application of me as an individual that my mother gave me some instructions today. She told me before I went out this day what she wanted me to understand. She wants me to be the light. She says... And love, I'm bringing you the light of life to destroy the darkness and death in you. Can you imagine all the evil over Halloween? And she's coming, and give this message, the darkness that prevails, the night of darkness instead of the night of light. And she says it, the light of life. She ends it saying, illuminate them with the light of life, my son. And so to do that, and for you to do that, you have to give your heart to Our Lady for her to do what? So it can be cleansed. How do you cleanse your heart? Purification. Do you voluntarily want that? No, I don't. I've tasted it. You've tasted it. If you've been in this movement very long, and if you're going through conversion, and it's sweet in the beginning. It's beautiful. It's so sweet being with Our Lady. You could you could die. Everybody goes up here and says, I just I go to heaven now. But then that conversion gets tested, and then you get through these struggles, or you get through these difficulties, and you wonder, Boy, this is this is not very this is not very fun. And part of it's the trip up Satan makes to to and he's allowed to make against you to tempt to to test you through temptation. But every temptation you forego makes you stronger. The purpose is exercise, just like jogging or, or Olympic runner. This helps you and you gain grace from it. So our lady gave this message today in a way that She's still telling us after all these years, after we walk with her, do not reject me, my children. The non-believers out there aren't paying attention. They're in the gangs out there. They're angry. They're robbing. They're cheating. They're thieving. Whatever they're doing, they're not reading the message. They're her children, yes. And yes, down the road when they convert. And when they encounter Our Lady and when the admonitions happen, they're going to be see that. Do not reject me, my children. Stop and look within yourself and see how sinful you are. We are sinners. We are not saints. Some saints have said that the holier they get, the more dangerous it is for them to go to hell. Do you understand what they're saying when they say that? It's because the closer you get to God... The smallest things became grave sin because you know better. Too much is given, much is expected. And so even us here in community, people think, okay, you're in this life, this is peace. And it is beautiful. It's, It's a beautiful thing, but we're more responsible. We're allowed to structure within our day three to four hours of prayer a day. Are we doing it from the heart? Are we doing what we're supposed to do? Are we living the word? Are we living the walk? Are we just talking the walk? purification to destroy the darkness and death in you do not reject me my children stop and look within yourselves and see how sinful you are be aware of your sins and pray for forgiveness my children you do not desire to accept that you are weak and little because we always want to be somebody else we don't want to learn to live with ourselves. we want to be greater than the man we are you know, well, no matter where we are, if, you, if you're richer, you want more riches. If you're poor, you want more, more wealth. If you got a little bit of gift, something came up, or if you want a car, you want, you're never satisfied because we never learn to live with what we are. You know, when Our Lady said, uh, uh, well, actually in Scripture, it says, Jesus loves you the way you are, and people think, oh, okay, I'm, I can continue on the way I am. That's not what he's saying. Jesus, yes, he loves you for who you are and what you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. You've got to change. But also we need to have the expectations that if we have our own idea of what we're supposed to change to, no matter what level you come to, you'll always want to be something that you can't live with. And the first thing to reconcile with God is learn to live with yourself. Once you learn that, that you can deal with yourself, then God can make you into something else. Otherwise, like our lady says, you're weak and you're little. And yet with God... You can be great. Our ladies want us to be great. And how do you get great? By doing God's will.
2: And so, that, again, that was a friend of Medjugorje speaking to us. The third step of being an effective apostle, your call to the light, you become the light by allowing yourself to be purified. That certainly comes through prayer and fasting. And uh, the community of Caritas, along with many others throughout the world, this coming Monday uh, on the 10th, are going to be, get, be beginning a nine-day bread and water fast. This is part part of some of the many nine-day fasts that we do throughout the year to seek the purification, to bring it upon ourselves, to be hard on ourselves, to be difficult upon ourselves uh, so that we can become the light because we can't be the light unless we continue to allow ourselves to be purified and continue to change. And so that's the third step is the fact that we're called to the light and we reach that by uh, purification. One of the things that we're seeing a lot of is that we're seeing a lot of people begin to make these spiritual changes, and then they begin to physically make changes in their life. Frank?
5: Yeah, and we in our community, people that have feel, felt called to be an apostle of Our Lady, have felt called to the community life. And Jesus' apostles went and started small communities in the Book of Acts. Christians united together so they could collectively be a light for the world, and to um, witness to Jesus' coming. Those that are are feeling the strong call to community now, that Our Lady's calling them to be apostles, to show the world her message and her coming, you know, are going through a lot of these purifying trials. So that's what, you know, we see with our, our call from Our Lady to apostleship is, um, the importance of forming community and the importance of like-minded people getting together and particularly for the very particular economic times that we're living in. We we certainly are going to be faced with a lot of physical hardships. And, um, and I think that this is another reason that community will be so important to, to reach people that are going through, um, through difficulties and maybe even difficulties to, for their own sustenance and their own survival. And um, as we see, you know, the, the, the paper markets and the systems becoming, I mean, a complete fantasy world right now without, um, without any, any real backing, just, you know, market manipulation and, um, and a paper house of cards.
2: Well, people stay within that system because they do, exactly what a, they do exactly the opposite of what a friend of Medjugorje said in our second excerpt is they don't recollect. And because they don't recollect and take the time to spend time with God in recollection and uh, wanting to give their heart to God, they stay within what you just mentioned, these systems of illusion.
5: Yeah, and when Our Lady calls us to the light and to the truth, we abandon things that are made by man for man's goal, and we move towards things made by God for us and for our freedom. And so... That's the purpose of the Miraculous Metal Medjigori round. We—I read an article that one of our friends from Global Silver sent us this week. Uh, Ted Butler, uh, a great expert for many years in the silver market, says again, and we said it a few weeks ago on this show, that the price of silver is below the cost of mining, and that my, that uh, silver miners will go out of business if this remains. And so he feels that this is this is very short and temporary, and of course it's it's due to manipulation and uh, due to a very very tiny market that um, can be moved with a very small amount of money. So it provides a tremendous opportunity for those that are seeing that we we have to move away from assets created by man without real backing into real things created by God uh, that have their the, Their own intrinsic wealth because they they are something they're they're finite, they can't be recreated, and um provides a more peaceful way to live than to have anxieties because you, you know deep within you're in something that's not real, and it it's not tangible.
2: Well, any any move toward bringing peace to your life physically? Helps to bring about the kingdom of God, makes you a witness to others, and that's what opens up the door for conversion in others and for you to be able to spread your faith and to spread uh, the message of Our Lady. When they see that you're doing things like people are doing with you, Frank, where they're you know getting getting rid of their 401k, and you know all all of a sudden they're. You know, putting everything into the Miraculous Metal go around. That's an opportunity for people to ask them, what are you doing that for? And all it does is just one more thing to open up the door. People are getting to these steps, these physical steps that they're taking, like Frank mentioned in the beginning, coming together in community, like what, what's happening with, with his community that's beginning now. And uh, people who are you know, buying their, selling their houses in their nice subdivisions and getting a, a piece of land out into the country and trying to live a more simpler way of life physically, They're physically helping to bring the kingdom of God by bringing peace in their life. They've arrived at these things through following these smaller steps that we've heard today of, number one, rejecting the idols in their life, helping to bring the kingdom of heaven in their life uh, by taking time to stop and recollect about the times that we're living in to, to uh, continue to give their hearts to God and let God lead them. And, and it, they want to be the light to others. And so uh, these things are what's leading people towards taking the physical steps that Frank is speaking about now. And all that does is open up the door all the more for people uh, to inquire, to ask Uh, Why are you doing this? Uh, What are you doing this for? And uh, it's just one more opportunity for conversion. And that's what a friend of Medjugorje understood when uh, he set Frank up to distribute the Miraculous metal Medjugorje round, is that this would be another means of conversion for people. And so uh, not only when you give that round to others as a gift or whether people are just seeing the physical changes that you're making, it's just one more thing uh, to help spread conversion. And so for those of you that want to get in touch with Frank, Frank, if you want to give your contact information that uh, people can get in touch with you.
5: Sure. You can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and our website is globalsilverinvestors.com.
2: One more note before we close. We've spoken about, obviously, that all of these things are helping to form apostleship in you. And uh, one last thing, one thing people speak about a lot is what happens when you do have that confrontation with the person. What happens when you do have that encounter with someone who may believe, may not believe? And so we're going to leave you here with a friend of Metagoria's words, uh, as he as he ex- as he addresses specifically this circumstance and exactly how you, as an apostle, uh, can respond to that.
3: Well, we have um, a lot of grace of of talking to a lot of people that aren't Catholic and seeing that they are longing and seeking something else and they found it in Our Lady. And, uh, of course, we have many stories here at Caritas of, of many people that are not Catholic saying the rosary, uh, many people that don't even go to church saying the rosary. And, of course, that's... that's. Maria was here one time and, and uh, uh, she ran across a guy who came through here who wasn't necessarily interested in anything going on here, but he had to deliver something and uh, I introduced, because he delivered stuff here daily, I introduced Maria to him. And, of course, he was hearing about it all in the news, the five days she was here during that period of time. And and uh, he came to my he came down to my house. I told him, you know, she'd be there going to meet, and he just wanted to meet her because he'd heard so much about it. But he wasn't interested in doing all this um, hocus-pocus stuff, as he would say. But um, Maria's advice to him was incredible. Here's somebody speaking in, in, with a lot, a, lot, a lot of non-belief in them, and she says, the only th- one thing, is, he says, well, I don't know if I can believe all this. She says, it's not important to believe all this. He says, only important that you pray. Just pray. You will understand everything if you just pray. And that's what we fail to to sometimes realize. Our motivation is to get people just talking to God. Get them praying. And then that'll reap the harvest. If they're, if they're sowing these seeds of, of prayer, if they're in their own life and they're convicting people and people are attracted to him because he was attracted to Maria and everybody is when they see her gentle way and her way in persuasion. But it, her only tactical move with this guy was, hey, you just go pray. And I've often remembered that story because it really stunned me that I would have tried to explain to him about this or explain to our know, lady about this and why she's coming. And she had one answer. hey, just pray. What's important is pray. And I, I do this often when I run across somebody or, or just in general society. And I say, well, just get on your knees tonight and just pray. Just spend five minutes and pray and just just talk. I don't even say to God, Just I just say that. If you can get people started that way, they'll get a peace mm-hmm. and a result from them. They'll reap a harvest. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've got something here that we used to play a lot called kind of so in a sowing and praying and reaping and and prayer reaps the harvest. So it's uh, something that we can all use this witness of Maria to um, have the motivation that the main place to start and people we know are not just trying to get them to believe the way we believe, get them praying and the prayers with our lady will lead them from there.
2: And that was seven or eight years ago that a friend of Medjugorje spoke these words here from uh, from these microphones here Just a simple, very, very simple thing. Just get people to pray. And so for your apostleship, those of you out there that are children of Our Lady, encourage you to uh, help build the kingdom of heaven in your life by rejecting the idols in your life. Take time to stop and recollect about the times that we live in. Give everything of your heart to God. Continue to allow yourself to be converted, To uh, even regardless of your failings. uh, Continue to be converted. Continue to follow Our Lady. Be light to others continue to pray for purifying your heart allow those things to come Uh, add more to your fasting uh, add more to your sacrifices to help and assist in this and when you do finally have that encounter with people just encourage them to pray just encourage them to pray and so on behalf of a friend of medjugorje caritas birmingham the community of caritas Medjugoria.com and radio wave we wish you our lady we love you good day This ends the November 6, 2014 Radio Wave show with a friend of Mejigoria. To listen or download free, go to medj.com, spelled me dot the left-hand menu, Radio Wave, and click on Past Shows. You can also order this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.